what they know about them Texas boys. You're listening to the most dangerous show in Texas, Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn. Wherever you are, however you may be listening, it is now Fight Night. Welcome to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. I'm your host, Eddie Cross. You can find me on Twitter at Eddie Experience, one E in the middle. Joining me as always, he's one of those BYU alum who didn't pay up on the NIL, and that's causing a stir, Mr. Jordan Wahlberger. Jordan, what is up with your Cougs? I actually don't know what's happening. Please do, do tell me what's happening with my, my Cougars. A number of your players are upset because uh, their, their NIL promises haven't been fulfilled. So, so in the case of that, bills. Who's, whose problem is that? Isn't that the NIL? Yeah, isn't that the NIL for the person who offers the money? That, it doesn't go through the university. But it, usually, in a case, usually in these cases, it's from a group of alumni or, or just fans sometimes. And BYU, they're so popular because they have a ton of fans. And you guys are not paying your bills. That's well, as bad as the U.S. in the debt ceiling. And the fact that you don't even know about this, how are you going to compete in the Big 12? You know what? I'm going to go to Utah next week. I'm going to settle. I'm going to figure it out. And uh, things I'll, are so bad. You lost Zach Wilson's brother. I'm that. That one hurts. That one hurts. Uh, although we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. And he's rich. <laughs> we have some good. We've got some good uh, quarterbacks coming up. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. Eddie, it's great to see you. Happy Memorial Day. Let's pull back the curtain. It is Monday night. I'm actually heading out of town this week, and so uh, we had to record a little bit earlier this week. Uh, but either way, I'm excited. I'm excited to see you. Let's talk. Uh, there's there's not much going on, but we're going to talk some fights tonight, Eddie. Uh, you can find us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can find me at Nonstop MMA. Eddie, tell me first, how how was your Memorial Day weekend? You told me you were going to the hottest sand in the world. You were going to South Padre. You were going to see 311. Uh, you were going to hear them sing down. You were going to hear them sing Beautiful Disaster, which is what I'm guessing it was for you this weekend. It was a beautiful disaster. And I bet you they sang Amber. Tell me about the weekend. They did do all those songs. Plus, they also added in, uh, what was it, uh, Existential Hero, One and the Same. Those are some rare cuts that they don't usually play. But... It was a good weekend aside from, oh, my God, that is far. Did you cry at any point while watching 311? Uh, maybe a little bit while driving because it was, it's a, such a long drive. It is. It is, it I is know, far. I know you guys are used to driving like cross country. Like a buddy of mine from California, he would drive like two days in a row to get home. That's, that took me seven hours on a Friday. That's horrible, man. And, and it doesn't help that it's a holiday weekend, so I'm sure there's traffic, too. So it's not the, the best time to drive over a holiday weekend like that. Luckily, it wasn't too bad for me. There was a big accident on the uh, Queen Isabella Causeway Bridge to get on the Padre, but that was Saturday afternoon. I was already on the beach. Where? But the pictures from that are, oh, my God, ridiculous. I don't know how this car got its tail end into a truck's bed. Picture this. The trunk of the car, 45 degrees in the air, with the wheels in a truck bed pointed the other direction. Still can't figure out how this happened. I like it. I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's, I don't know. I don't know how it happened, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. If you saw the pictures, you would just be mind boggled. Where do they perform in South Padre? Clayton's Beach Bar. Apparently, it's a pretty famous spot for uh, spring break, right on the pier, on the north end of the uh, of the island. Um, a pretty cool spot. And how many people would be at this concert? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm. 
I am gonna guess about. Uh, I'm gonna guess about three thousand. Okay, so you it's and your like three thousand closest friends. Yeah, it's not like a huge venue, but it's a. Uh, I think they're just doing stuff now for fun because they're old. They're like, hey, you want to go to South Padre? Yeah, let's book a show. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a fun reason for me to go go down there. But good lord, that's far. Man. It is. It is not close, Eddie. But uh, I ran into some friends and uh, had a good time. I did have to switch hotels on Friday night because I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was bed bugs. Okay. Are you still and feeling I, the effects of it now? No, no, no. I, I didn't get bitten. I just, uh, before I fell asleep, I was playing with my phone, and I was like, well, what's that on the pillow moving? Holy. That's, that shouldn't be there. So I hopped up. Uh Took a video of it. I can send that to you if you want to see it. I don't. You don't want to see it. I don't. No. Um, yeah, so like 2 in the morning, I demanded they, they move my room like to the complete opposite side of the hotel. And I made myself a promise, Jordan. I said to myself, Eddie, you're not poor. Stop it with the cheap hotels. You can't sleep through this stuff. It's, it's, not, it's not relaxing. Yeah, maybe you don't stay at a one-star. You know, maybe you don't stay at a one-star hotel anymore, Eddie. You, you graduated. It was a two-star. It was a two-star. And a two star, I I, like, but a two star like South Padre, block. the two two star South Padre is like a one star anywhere else. Let's be honest. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because South Padre is it's a, it's not like well, even Miami Beach is like an old rundown area. You know, people don't even realize this because they think of it as being a resort space. But a lot of that, a lot of that place is just old rundown stuff on the water, um, deteriorated. And yeah, it's uh, no more cheap hotels for me. But I think I have a mental block against paying anything over like 120 a night. Yeah. It just doesn't seem right. Like, who do I think I am? Jay-Z? Yeah. I'm not that important. You're a baller. You're a baller now, Eddie. Let's be honest. But I am not uh, so poor where I have to stay at Motel 6. Yeah. So I'm going to stop that. All right. Maybe. You, you deserve that, Eddie. Uh, let me tell you. So uh, swim season. Swim season is back here in the Wahlburger home. And, and by swim season, I mean we wake up at 5.30 or 5 o'clock ah. on Saturday morning, and we go to the pool, and we are there in the heat and just staying there all day uh, until, you know, midday. And uh, that's what we do. That, that, that rules our summer now, at least our June. Why so early? Because they got to be out because they're, they're public pools. You got to be out of them by a certain time. You do? You do, because they want the public to be able hot. to use them. Well, no, because the public oh. can use them. So you, the, the swim team can't monopolize the summer swim team pools. Oh, yeah, the swim team pool. Okay. Yeah, the swim pool. So, like, uh, in Cedar Park, it's Milburn Pool, right, that we use. And, and there's people that uh, – there's kids that got to swim at Milburn Pool. So, mm-hmm. uh, And then, Eddie, so I saw the, uh, the Little Mermaid as well over the weekend. Oh, yeah? It was good. I enjoyed it. Did you it. sing along? Did you cry? I, you know, I got teary-eyed. I'll be honest. I was, you, uh, I was definitely feeling – Did you shed a tear when they, uh, when they flayed her and put her on the grill? That's, I don't know what that, happens with the Little Mermaid. That's offensive to me and to, uh, to everyone. Uh, no, I, I did not. Uh, that did not happen. That is not spoiler alerts here. Uh, you don't have to worry. Eddie did not ruin the movie. Uh, but let me tell you how I, I celebrated my uh, Memorial Day, though. Um, you know, I, I'm patriotic, you know, and, and I'm so patriotic. I've seen the pants. That right now uh, I am a certain shade of red um, because I did not put sunscreen on. On, uh, on, on, on Monday, right? I, I went out to the lake and it was overcast in the morning and I thought I was going to be fine. And I put, and at one point I did put sunscreen on. And then at the other point I was like, I am getting fried here. My face is burned. My, my chest is burned. I, I was probably under a towel, under a wet towel. Cause it was, uh, the, the, you know, there was some water that went over the boat that got some towels wet. I was under a wet towel for probably a good hour and a half 
uh, trying to uh, try to not get burned, but it didn't work. I uh, I am I am in pain right now. I, I am I am red. Uh, but it was it's not it was, even June, man. I know. And and then I, I'm like my shoulder, my, my wrist hurts, my shoulders hurt. A uh, little bit of surfing. It was it was a good time. So what was that movie where the guy yells, "The white people are melting"? I I don't I didn't see that movie. I, I'm sure that I think that, it was. Uh, what was it the guy Chandler from Friends was marrying? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, Eddie's going to find this one day. He's going to post it on Twitter. Uh, but shout out to Tyson and Christina. I did remember, dude. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the one thing I did remember the weekend, over the weekend was to be sure to put some sunblock on my feet. Yes. You don't want that. I've heard the stories. I've come pretty close before. The rest of me will be fine, I know. But not mess with the feet. Well, at one point, uh, on the, we, we were wake surfing, Eddie, with two of us out on, uh, on the same wave. Same, different board, but on the same wave. It was a, uh, it was a good time. Can that happen? Can I'll, two people feel I'll, in the same way? I will send you a picture. So oh, all right. you can post it. So, well, Eddie, uh, there was some boxing over the weekend. There was no MMA. And, uh, and you know, what, what, there's not much going on, but I do want to go over kind of what's going to happen through the end of the year. And, and especially right now, as we're thinking about like UFC 289, UFC, uh, what, 290, we got some Bellator happening. Uh, PFL is going to come back for the next round. But I thought it would be fun if we try to predict. The rest of the year in main events in uh, in the UFC, it's, it's too hard to do it in Bellator, I think. But I, I do want to just try to go through. But so right now, at UFC 289, we got Amanda Nunez versus Irina Aldana. Now that was supposed to be Juliana Pena, uh, but Juliana Pena is injured. I still don't know what happened to her, but she is injured, and Irina Aldana steps in, which is interesting because that's the fight that Amanda Nunez said that she was calling for all along. She didn't believe that uh, that Juliana Pena deserved the trilogy matchup and, uh, and that she that. wanted uh, to fight someone new and, uh, and it works for Irene Aldana. And, and wouldn't you know if Irene Aldana can win that fight, uh, what does that do for Mexican MMA? You, it's a shame that the UFC does oh not God. have plans to go to Mexico for a pay-per-view uh, this, this year. Y- you got to do that. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, the movie was fool's rush in. Okay. With Matthew, Matthew, Perry Selma Hayek and Selma Hayek. Yeah. Yes. And it was Matthew Perry's father. When they're out on the boat, that yells, "The white people are melting here." Okay. That's where it was. So there sorry. we go. I had to finish that. FYI, nineteen ninety-seven. Thanks for bringing that one back, Eddie. Uh, what do you think about that fight, uh, Alexa Grasso, or excuse me, Juliana Irina Aldana versus uh, um, Amanda Nunez? Well, you know, I agree because I did not think that the Venezuelan vixen deserved another shot. You know, she got um, she got her fluke win. She beat the goat. The goat came back. In better condition, better shape. She might have been suffering from uh, COVID after effects that first time, whatever. And she got starched. Okay? You don't get another shot after getting starched like that. Okay? Unless you're a longtime champ. And she wasn't. She never got to defend it. That was her first try out. You don't get another shot just because there's no one left. Next man up. Yeah, I mean, Next it, woman it, up. it was a 50-45, 50-44, and 50-43 Across the board. So, so I agree with you that maybe you don't get the next title shot. Uh, the co-main event, though, Eddie, on that fight is Charles Oliveira versus Benil Dariush. Now, Dariush, he promises. He promises that he is going to dominate Charles Oliveira. That's a, that's a, that's, that's a tall task. That's, that's, putting your, uh, that's putting a lot on the line there, buddy. You say something like that. I mean, maybe if you're thinking of like the... Um, 2018 Charles Oliveira, maybe. Hoping that he, he misses weight, Charles Oliveira. 
Yeah, 2017, 16. This Charles Oliveira, you don't dominate unless you are named, was it? Islam. Uh, Islam. Islam, obviously, yeah. So Um, you look at Benil Dariush's wins. So Matus Gamrat, he won a decision. Tony Ferguson in 2021 winning a decision. That's not great. Uh, Carlos Diego Fajera, Scott Holtzman, Dracar Close, Frank Camacho, Drew Dober, uh, Tiago Moises. But you go back, you know, back to even the 2018, a KO loss to Alexander Hernandez. A draw against Evan Dunham. A KO. He got flying knee KO'd by Edson Barbosa. He's got a loss to Michael Chiesa. Uh, he has a loss to Ramsey in the gym. That was back in 2004. That, that's a while ago, right? I mean, he is he's a good fighter, Dariush. But like, you, you put him up against the you know the who's who that Charles Oliveira has beat recently. Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, a shared opponent in Tony Ferguson, Kevin Lee. You know, those, those, those don't match up, I'll be honest. They don't, but it's also highly possible that Charles's, um, say his candle has burned out. That is, that is quite possible that he finally reached his peak, and at his age, what is he now, um, 30, 33? Yeah. Likely on the downhill slope. Now, still, still very high, but likely on the downhill slope, and it's hard to tell exactly where their um, peaks are going to cross. Yeah. Who, uh, I mean, where, where do you, I mean, but Darius, I don't think he, I mean, he's, 34. He's a year older. I mean, he does have, you know, 26, 27 fights against, you know, 42 fights or 43 fights. So there is a difference in, in overall business there. Got a lot uh, less miles on his Who legs. do you predict to win that fight? And this is obviously a way too soon prediction. Oh, man. Because this is going to help us as we try to predict the future, Eddie. It's who do we pick now in order for us to pick the future? Hey, we predict these things. At this moment, I'm going to go with uh, Oliveira. Okay, okay. It's really hard not to. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with not Darius. Darius is any kind of. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah, Darius because I like it. Scrum, scrub, scrub. You know. So that's June 10th. On June 16th, you got Bellator 297, uh, Vadim Nemkov versus Yoel Romero. Uh, I think Vadim Nemkov is one of the top uh, lightweights, light heavyweights, excuse me, in the world. I, I don't think I don't see a reason why he would lose that fight. You got Sergio Pettis uh, versus Patricio Pitbull. Golly, pitcher. Pitbull going down for his third belt, coming down to 135. Could you imagine if he wins that fight? If he looks, if he's able to keep his power, if he's able to have a good weight cut, I'm going to predict a, a Pitbull win. Yeah, this is a great card. This is a low-key great card, man. It's a, I don't know if they have this listed as one of their tentpole events, but it, it's got to be. Yeah, it, and then because they also have Vadim Ninkov. Yeah. Yeah, Vadim Ninkov is one of those names that you should know. That yeah. dude is legit. And him fighting Yoel Romero? That's a huge fight. Anytime Patricio Pitbull is in the ring, in the cage, it's a big deal. And he's going for and history. Yeah, if, going for history. Yeah, here. if he can manage his weight cut, um, I got to put him over Sergio Pettis. And Corey Anderson versus Phil Davis, that'd be a great fight anyway. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I have, I have a prediction for that fight. Um, my prediction for Phil Davis versus Corey Anderson is that I will fall asleep during that fight. So that's that's kind of where I'm going on uh, on that one. I don't I don't actually on, know dude, the, how you say that's going to be a great the fight. The wrestling's gonna the wrestling's gonna cancel each other out. That has potential to be a very boring boring fight. You so. think it's going to turn into an NCAA wrestling event, uh, wrestling match or something? I, I think that going? one. I, you know, Phil Davis fights aren't the most exciting. So I didn't say it was going to be exciting. I said it would be yeah. a good fight. Uh, There's it, a difference. In, yeah, that's fair. I'm yeah. We'll find out. PFL four, five, and six is going to be in June as well in Atlanta. Uh, obviously, you know, Larissa Pacheco fighting, Aspen Ladd, Biagio Ali Walsh is fighting. You got the, you got the, the next round of the playoffs there. Uh, but that brings yeah. us to... Uh, All their champs are fighting that month. OAM, yes. Saddle Boys. Uh, 
Um, Rob Wilkinson, Brennan Lochnein. Yes. Lochnein. Uh, and then, but that yeah. brings us to UFC 290, July 8th. Um, and we're just going over the pay-per-views right now. Uh, Volk versus Yair Arias. Are we? Is either of us going to pick Yair in that fight? Oh. No, he's just he doesn't have the power or the strength to handle Volk. Yeah. Well, the the co-main event, the uh, the Brandon Moreno versus Alejandro Pantoja. That one's interesting because Pantoja's got a win over him, and um, obviously both fighters have gotten better. Both fighters are very good. I, I, I'm a little bit torn on this one. I think there could be a way that Pantoja gets the win here. Yeah, I'm expecting that to be much more competitive. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's going to be a good one. You, you, you don't want to blink with the with the flyweights. Especially you can't blink. Especially those so ones, right? So uh, Pantoja. Yeah. So they fought back uh, in in gosh, it was 2018. There was a uh, it was at the a fight night. Maya versus Usman. Pantoja beat him by decision, uh, but Pantoja also beat him on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he subbed him uh, second round submit. Submission back in 2016. So he's got two wins over him. One of them being, an, you know, an exhibition about because it was on uh, the Ultimate Fighter. But you got to think. I mean, but both fighters are really good. Uh, Pantoja, and obviously we know what Brandon Moreno has been doing. But Pantoja, you know, he's got wins over Alex Perez, Brandon Royval, uh, Manel Cop. He does have a loss to Askar Askarov. Uh, but, you know, that that should be a fun fight. The next one is going to be determined. This, this is another. Doesn't Royval have a win over Moreno? Roy Val, no, Roy, Roy Val does not have a win over uh, over Moreno. Roy Val actually, okay. that's when he beat Roy Val, and then he fought Devison uh, like a few, just a few weeks later because of some injuries that happened. So um, the the next fight though, Robert Whitaker versus Drickus Duplessis. Oh, that fight is meaningful, and that is going to determine, I think, another one of our predictions yeah. for the rest of the year. Uh, I, I, man, I think that the UFC is making a mistake. Because they're killing off a, a contender here. Because Robert Whitaker is just so good. And he is... I can't say he's 1A or 1B in the division. Because I think Pajera and, and Izzy are up there. But he's got to be a 2. Right? He, he is well, right I'm not going to count Pajera as a, as a middleweight anymore. Yes, that's true. But I definitely call him a clear-cut number 2. Because you lost twice. Yeah. So. But, yeah, but um, I, think, I think he... Just plus this, like that's, that's not a great fight for him. It and it would have been just a fresh name... In the title picture, which could have been interesting. So, yeah, I think they're making a mistake by pushing this one. And the winner is going to get uh, Izzy. So, Izzy Whitaker 3 would be great. But, and I'm all for it So if it happens. But, yeah, I think they're making a mistake by knocking, by possibly knocking off Duplessis. Yeah. Before uh, gets there. And before we go to the rest of our predictions now, uh, just, just a great fight card. Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker. Bo Nickel versus Treshawn Gore. Uh, prelims, you're going to have Sean Brady versus Jack Della Maddalena. That's a fun fight. Robbie Lawler in his final fight versus Nico Price. You got Jimmy Crute versus Alonzo Menafield. Uh, so, so that's a fun fight. So uh, what we want to, I want to do, Eddie, I want to go predict after that. UFC 291, uh, the main event and the co-main event. Um, unfortunately, we know 291 and 292. 291, Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje, BMF title on the line. Then you got uh, the co-main right now, John, Jan Blahovich versus Alex Bahera. You mentioned that, uh, Alex, you don't count him as a middleweight. That's because he's moving up in a, in a division. Uh, and then you go to Boston, UFC 292, Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, that we they've gone back and forth. I'm pretty sure that fight is still the fight that's happening, um, that, uh, that Aljamain is planning on being there. Sean O'Malley, obviously... I'm a little confused by the co-main event in uh, in Boston. Now, what we do know is that Boston will not be celebrating an NBA championship having lost 
Game 7 now to the Miami Heat on Monday night. But why is the UFC not putting Zhang Weili versus Yan Xionan together? Why are they putting Amanda Lemos versus Zhang Weili on this fight card? I guess they're just having trouble getting things done in China. That's my only guess. Because if you're going to do that, you want to do it in China. Yes, Just having you them have fight to. you know, in Vegas is just pointless. Or Boston. If you can do it. Yeah, yeah. If you can do it, you do that in China. So that's, that's why I assume that they're, they're waiting and crossing their fingers. Here's a question for you, though, before we move on. We mentioned Alex Pajeda a second ago. And have you seen the thing pop up on Twitter where they are questioning his actual height? No. Is, is, is there of, some, uh, some questions about it? There's a picture of him standing next to Tyson Fury, of all people. And he's, only, he's not much shorter, maybe like two inches. And then there's a picture of Izzy standing next to Tyson Fury, and he's noticeably shorter. But they've got Izzy and Alex listed about the same thing, about 6'4". I'm like, I'm going to say Alex is like 6'6 six, six or something, 6'7 maybe? That dude is huge. Big boy. Like him standing next to Tyson Fury is um, shocking. It's like either Tyson Fury is not 6'9", or Alex Pajero is not 6'4". And thinking of that guy fighting at 185, it's just freakish. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go, to, uh, let's go to UFC 293, Eddie. September 10th, it's going to be in Australia. It's got to be a given that Israel Adesanya is going to fight on this card. He's not going to be fighting in Boston. He's not going to be fighting in Salt Lake. But if, if the UFC is headed back to Australia, they're going to go with their, I mean, down under champ. I mean, it's, it's, it's New Zealand, right? He, it's not Australia, but still, like you, you go there. I mean, I don't think, I don't think that Alexander Volkanovsky is going to be ready by then. I mean, he would be a no-brainer to go back to, uh, to go to Australia. But you got to think that they're going to bring Izzy there. And if you bring Izzy there, you and I both, I think we both picked Whitaker. Uh, can Whitaker make that turnaround? I mean, that's interesting. I, I just said that Alexander Volkanovsky, that's too soon for him. But that's the same fight card that Robert Whitaker's fighting on. So he's going to have to make that same turnaround. What do you think? Do you, they they got to go with well, Izzy know, versus Whitaker in the main event. Yeah, Dana's just going to bully him into taking the fight just like he did Aljamain Sterling. You know, you could say, oh, it's, it's a pretty quick turnaround. I don't want to cut weight again that quickly. But Dana's just going to talk trash about you until you accept the fight. And next thing you know, boom, we've got your great uh, main event over in Oceana. Yeah, the, the other thing I, I think you have to think about is that if you are Whitaker or you're Duplessis, you have to know that you're fighting September 10th. If you win this fight, you're fighting September 10th, no matter what. Injured or not, like, you will get passed up if you are injured. Someone is is fighting on that fight card, no matter what. Yes, like, just like Sean O'Malley. Luckily for Whitaker, he's kind of a small middleweight. Yeah. Well, it was literally a small middleweight. He used to fight at Walter weight. So him making the weight won't be that big a deal. Duplessis, he's a, he's, he's a thick boy. So it might be a little rougher for him. Yeah, that could be tougher. What do you do with a co-main event? Who do you put? You, so you start looking at champions, right? And you start thinking about, so we know they're going to Abu Dhabi. They're going to go to New York. They're going to go to Vegas. Those are the pay-per-views that they're doing through the end of the year. If you had to predict who is going to be a, a co-main event to Izzy versus Whitaker, my guess is a champion. Oh my god! What would you? Where would you go with this one? Mm, man, that is such a tough one. Let's see. Volk's busy. Sterling's busy. Moreno's busy. BMF champion. They'll be. Uh, they'll be still yeah. recovering, so they're probably not on it. Um, 
I have one. Where's Islam fighting? I do have Islam. Well, uh, we'll get there. They're going to Abu Dhabi the next month. So you got to think that Islam right. is fighting yeah. there. I'll, I'll give you Jamal Hill. I think, well, who'd you say? Jamal Hill. Jamal Hill Jamal is. Hill. Jamal Hill is a good option. Uh, do they put the, but it depends, right? Is Yuri ready to go, right? If Yuri's ready to go, that's one thing. Um, but if he's not, you give it to my guy, Uncle F. I don't think they. I don't think they want to do that. I think they want to wait for. I think they're still mad, right, at Ankalaev for the performance that he had against Jan Blahovic. So, oh come on, we will see. Well, maybe Jan versus Alex Bahera. Is that a number one contenders fight? You got to think that they. That's two pay per views away. I, I think like Valentina. Well, you know what? I am just thinking champions. You're right. Yeah. I'm just thinking champions. So I should. Uh, well, I, so I'm. I'm thinking champions too. I'm thinking Valentina versus Alexa Grasso, the rematch. I think they've they've got to find one. a place to do that. And uh, I think that one that one kind of makes sense there. So let's jump over to UFC 294. You mentioned Islam. Uh, my guess is that you're going with Islam versus Charles Oliveira then in the main event there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you gotta. And it's in Abu Dhabi. You got Islam Makhachev. You do it. Yeah. Uh, there's a rumor. I haven't heard that's official, but there's a rumor that the co-main event there is going to be Kamara Usman versus Hamzat Shemaev. Now Hamzat yeah, is huge. going to fight. In Abu Dhabi, it makes sense that he would fight there. He's a big deal there. And I know that him and Kamaru has been going back and forth. But what that does is that kind of changes. We've heard that Kamzat, his next fight will be at middleweight. But this kind of changes if he goes back to fight Kamaru Usman at welterweight. I mean, first off, he better make the weight. But that puts, if, if, if Kamaru gets that win, that puts him right back in the mix, no matter what happens. Or is Kamaru moving up to middleweight? You know, you lose twice to the guy that's got, your, got the belt. He's getting a little older. Might be yeah. time to move up. The only thing, if I was Kamar Usman, which I'm not, I don't know if you knew that, uh, I would say I'd be a little bit, uh, the only thing I would think about is that you know that you're not, and maybe you moved to middleweight because you know you're not getting the next two title shots. Colby's getting one, and then Bilal's getting one. But you got to think that Colby or Bilal, if Leon has my number, I'm not, I'm not getting a title shot against Leon. But I would think that I think Leon or Colby or Bilal may have a good shot of beating him. And if I could get a win over someone like Hamzad, I'd be right back in the mix to fight either one of those guys for the belt. Yeah, no matter which weight it's at. Yeah. So, all right, let's, uh, so that, that's my guess. And, and do, you, do you have any prediction there? there are many people Komen? calling out Hamzad. No. And there's basically no one else calling out Hamzad. Any, any thoughts on 294? You know what, Komen? Jordan? This is going to go to your head, but I think you've done a great job. Thank you so much. Uh, let's go UFC 295, MSG, November. You got the main event. Uh, Jones, I got to be Jones versus Stipe, right? It's, hopefully, have you heard the rumors? I heard Chael. Chael's been talking that it's not happening. Yeah. That they're going to go I with Sergey Pavlovich. And we've talked about this before, how Jones doesn't care to fight Pavlovich. No. Uh, because it does nothing for his uh, legacy. Or, and I was just saying, you know, just get the numbers is what you should care about. You know, having the record. But this doesn't really help the record. Because it's, it'll only be his first defense. Yeah. I think the so only way will it makes we sense, get the John Jones that doesn't care is the question if, we, if he fights Pavlovich. Yeah, I think it's – I could see John Jones having his last fight at MSG, and so that would make him care. Uh, and then it doesn't matter kind of who it's against. It should be against Stipe. That would make the most sense. But if it's not, and they go against Sergey, I think you still get a motivated John Jones, and I bet you it's the last time we see John Jones as well if he goes against someone like Oof. a Sergey Pavlovich. So – uh, in the co-main event, do, have you heard about what Stipe's issue is? I'm sure it's money. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, it has. It always has to come down to money because Stipe's a good dude, and uh, you, you got to feel like you're getting paid the right amount of money to fight a guy like John Jones. I mean, it's, it's almost like two years in a row we've been dealing with this Stipe John thing. 
where we couldn't get Stipe to sign the contract. This ha- we dealt with this all last year. And then we, we found out later that uh, he had a family issue. His dad was dying. Yeah, that's true. So I'm like, oh, you know, okay, understandable. Then he calls out John after he wins the title. And now we're all ready for this thing to be signed and ready to go. And we still can't get it. Is there, have we heard anything? Um, you know, a lot of times when one parent dies, the second one follows not too far behind. I don't even know if his mother's alive or not. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, that's, I don't, that's I don't love deal. this speculation right here. Yeah, it's not fun, yeah. but that's a real deal. Um, Sorry, well, my my life is a little. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I think like this. Yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, I, I feel terrible now trying to say, hey, Eddie, what do you think about the co-main event here? But I'm going to ask you that question. Sorry. What, 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 what would you do? <laughs> and maybe this is where you go, Jamal Hill. Maybe you go Jamal Hill versus Yuri in uh, in MSG. Yeah, I hate saying it, but I don't know if you you can't put Colby in a co-main event. Because that dude is going to, he's going to sell this fight like no one's business. And him being in a co-main just doesn't feel right. So you're, what, what are you saying? I, I was saying Yuri versus Jamal Hill. Uh, I was saying maybe that's where you put them in, in a co-main event, which was your idea earlier. Do you like that? Or are you, are you talking Leon versus that, Colby? That is a good one. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Um, on your rundown, you put Leon versus Colby. I, so. I, changed, I changed things up. I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually thinking that maybe Leon versus Colby goes on the McGregor-Chandler card in December. Oh, my God, dude. The press conference would just give me a migraine. It, it would, but wouldn't that be just great for Leon to make that money? Even if he loses, make that money. I got to think Leon versus Colby is going to happen this year. Uh, hopefully, for Bilal's sake, mm-hmm. it's going to happen this year. I just don't know where it fits in, right? It's got to fit in somewhere there, and it's going to be a pay-per-view. And uh, and I don't think that – I don't think anywhere you could you, – you tell me the fight that Leon versus Colby should be but over. Then, so you're going to put a non-title match – in the main event over a title match? Yes, the same time, the same thing they did when Misha Tate beat, lost to Holly Holm when they put Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor. They put them in the main event. So it, it, and both Conor, times it would be Conor. Conor has done it before, and I bet you if you ask Leon Edwards, uh, he'll take it. He will gladly take a Conor McGregor fight fighting the co-main event. Let's be honest. Hashtag red panty night. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you're so, right. Um, I just don't know. I don't see anywhere where you could put Leon versus Colby over in the main event, over any of these fights. You can't put him over Joan Stipe. You can't put him over Islam in in uh, in Abu Dhabi. You can't put him over Izzy in Australia. And then the whole Boston, I mean, you could put Leon and Colby in Boston, but I, I think they've already announced the main events there in, in Salt Lake and Boston. That's, that's the only thing I, I think there. So Right. So uh, Maybe you know January, You're right. but you never know. So. Uh, all right, Eddie. It, uh, it'd be nice to space out the trash talking. Yeah. Eddie, that is, uh, that's a good look at the rest of the year, guys. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some news. You're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. We will be right back. It's What's Up With That. Woke up this morning and I got out of bed. Had a big old cup of coffee to clear my head. Been home for a while and that's where I'm at. But we can still jam on What's Up With That. What's up with that? What's up with that? Ooh-wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? You, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah. Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. I'm Eddie. That's Jordan. And Jordan, before we go any further, let's just take a moment as this is Memorial Day, a little uh, step behind the curtain here, tonight is Memorial Day, so we just want to take a second to thank those veterans and 
Actually, people get this mixed up. Today's not the day to thank the veterans that you know. Today's the day to thank the veterans that have gone. So it is to remember them and their service. So don't go bugging the, your buddy next door who was in, who was in the Army. Save that for, uh, what was it, September? Veterans Day, yeah. Yes. So right now, remember those uh, old relatives, old uh, friends, all people you didn't even know that passed to defend the country. I like it. My granddad, a couple cousins, you know, even uh, more relatives in the back. But, yeah, been to the few of those funerals with the folded flags. It's a sad day. Those are rough. All right, now let's move on to some foolishness, Jordan, now that we've uh, brought the tone down again. Yeah. I, I, have a, I have a tendency to do that. You, you do that. I don't love it. Well, hey, here's something to love. The Forbidden Door is opening, and Bellator and Ryzen are joining forces for their second event in July at the Saitama Super Arena. What's up with that? Yeah, this is not Tony Khan opening that Forbidden Door uh, for, uh, for, for what? Uh, New Japan? For New Japan, right? This is Bellator yeah. versus Ryzen 2. It's happening at the Saitama Super Arena, Eddie, July 30th. That's going to be... MSG of Japan. That is going yeah. to be a big weekend. We're going to talk about another fight that was announced in Vegas. Uh, but uh, you got... Uh, I think there's a, a WWE event happening that weekend. Uh, I know that there is UFC 291. That's the Salt Lake show, the BMF title fight. Uh, and now you got July 30th. You're going to have AJ McKee taking on Patricky Pitbull in the next quarterfinal matchup uh, during the Bellator Lightweight Grand Prix. Uh, and then you also have uh, Kyoji Horiguchi. He takes on Makoto Shinru Takanashi at 125 uh, pounds. And, uh, and, you know, they're going to announce some more fights. I love it when they do this. This is uh, when you see guys being able to co-promote. Uh, it, it's amazing, right, when you could do that. Now, it, it's interesting because, like, in the UFC, I understand why the UFC doesn't co-promote. I understand why they didn't co-promote with Fedor back in the day. It's tough when you're the biggest fish in, in the sea and you're like, and, and the little small fish are like, hey, 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 let's co-promote. That'd be awesome. That'd be fantastic. So I understand why the UFC doesn't do that. But to see Bellator and Ryzen and, and maybe PFL, like I would love to see Kayla versus Cyborg, right? Uh, I would love to see Ryan Bader versus uh, Francis. I just, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't love to see that. I think Francis would knock him out in, in no time at all. But yeah. I would love to see being able to, 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 to co-promote. Uh, when you're not the number one promotion out there, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, just do some interesting stuff to grab people's attention. Don't try to play ball just like the big boy. Do something different to set yourself apart. And people want to see what happens when this guy, this champion, takes on this champion. Let it happen. Yeah. And in addition to uh, McKee versus Pitbull in the main event, Bellator's first ever flyweight champ. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, the, the little guys haven't had much, uh, much chance lately. Um. UFC wanted to cancel their flyweight division. They had to put together. They took all the champions from other divisions to create the flyweight division a while back. So yeah, that'll be kind of interesting. Um, some more good news, Jordan. Smiling Sam Alvey finally won a fight. What's up with that? Yeah, and I'm just gonna read through this real quick. You got Little Nog, Jimmy Crute, Klitson Abreu, Ryan Span, Julian Marquez. Wellington Terman, Brendan Allen, Michael Olichichek. Those are all the guys that Smiling Sam Alvey frowned against because he lost to them <laughs> eight fights in a row. He lost. He That's had a draw so in to, to Da Eun Jung in between there. It was a split draw that he lost. 
Uh, he hadn't got a win going back to 2018. He gets a win over Cameron Graham in B2 Fighting Series 183 in Columbus, Georgia. It was a third round TKO. Uh, congratulations! He's a 37 year old. He was he was uh, he was released from the UFC because that makes the most sense. Because when you lose eight fights in a row, uh, you, yeah. you have to be released. Uh, but good for uh, for Sam Alvey. And wouldn't you know, he called out the Paul brothers afterwards. Why do you do that, <laughs> Sam Alvey? Why do you make me frown? Uh, he does it to get us to talk about him. I turn that smile. Yeah. I turn it upside down when he talks about the Paul brothers. Yeah, mine's like that all the time when they're mentioned. So I understand completely. But here's something to turn your smile back up, Jordan. Spence and Crawford is finally happening. Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, undisputed World's Way Championship. What's up with that? Yeah, so I told, I teased it. And this is what we call in the business a tease. I talked about Good job. that Good job. weekend, July 29th, the BMF title on the line, Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje in Salt Lake City. And just a few hundred miles down the road, down I-15 in Las Vegas, Nevada, at the T-Mobile Arena, the future home of the NBA, I don't know what their name is going to be called, but there's going to be a future NBA team in Las Vegas. Uh, You didn't hear it here first, but I think everyone knows that right now. Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, they're fighting. You mentioned it, the undisputed welterweight championship of the world. This is going to be awesome. This is a fight that we've been trying to be put together over and over. It was finally announced last week. So all four titles will be on the line. Crawford putting his up his WBO welterweight title. Spence is putting up the IBF, the WBC, and the WBA belts. Uh, right now, you got Crawford as a minus 125 betting favorite according to Sports Betting AG. Uh, so what that means, Eddie, for you, for the for the uh, the layman who doesn't know, right? You put a hundred dollar bet on that line, you, you're going to get about one eighty back. Uh, but if you were to bet Spence Junior. at the slight less odds of, of one hundred five, you know you get one ninety five. So uh, I don't know what you do right now. Crawford is good. Spence is good. That's going to be a fun fight, and obviously we'll talk more about it as time comes. Uh, but I, I am looking forward to that fight. Now, what you do is you find a sports bar that's going to be showing both UFC and boxing, and you just go back-to-back nights. That's what you do. That could be fun. That could be fun. Eddie, I, I, wish I, I wish I could tell you right now that I had some new fights for you, but there isn't really any. We thought that maybe we were going to get John Jones versus Tyson Fury. We thought that was going to happen. Those guys <laughs> seem to be going after it. Uh, what happens, Eddie? Let's, let's get your prediction. Well, we, no, we, no, man more, no man born of a woman can uh, beat Tyson Fury um, unless you... Um, outlaw kicks and chokes. Bar fight, bar fight. Who wins, John Jones or Tyson Fury? Oh, John Jones. You know, you know, he'll cheat like a mofo. The Queen's sport, boxing. Who wins? Oh, boxing? No, that's easy. That's Tyson. Yeah, MMA. That dude is a great boxer. I, I, are you really asking me this? Like, I mean, seriously? do you take any umbrage with uh, Joe Rogan's comments that uh, that Joe that John Jones would would mess up uh, Tyson Fury in a real fight? No, it's one hundred percent correct. I think so too. If you if you say if you don't say okay, no kicks and no wrestling, yeah, John Jones is gonna mess him up. Pretty much any heavyweight's gonna mess him up. Yeah. When you do it, you say. But when you say, oh, you can only only hands only, no legs. You know, yeah. All right, Eddie. Nice Fury's got great hands. Next question. He's also willing to cheat. Kayla Harrison versus you. Who wins? <laughs> Yes, all day, every day. All right, all right guys. Jordan, one for you. Yes. One for you. 
Kayla Harrison versus Cyborg. Kayla, all day. Ooh. All day. All day. Ooh. All day, Eddie. Those fighting words. All right, guys. Let's that what is what's up with that. We're going to be back. We're going to talk Kaikar France versus Amir Albazi right here on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. We will be right back. Until next time. Hey, hey, hey. What's up with that? Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. That's Eddie. I'm Jordan. You can find us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can find me at Nonstop MMA. You can find Eddie at Eddie Experience, one E in the middle. Eddie, it was it was earlier this afternoon on Monday. I got an alert on my phone uh, from, uh, you know, talks. It, it, I have an alert for Dana White uh, tweets that go out. Oh, I thought you were going to say for me. From you. I, I don't okay. get anything from you. I, don't, I barely don't. I barely read your uh your text or your your Instagram post or your tweets, uh, but I got well, I got a notification that uh, it said Fight Week, Amir Albazi versus Kaikara France, and for a second I thought like like Fight Night, and I was like, wait, is today Saturday? These three day holidays they mess you up, right? When you're looking there and you're sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, is there a fight tonight? Is, is something going on? So for a moment, I, I thought that Kaikara France versus Amir Albazi was happening tonight. Uh, but this is actually, oh, wow. Come on, uh, I, I mean, that's it, a, it's Bush league. I, I totally get it. Uh, but this is not a terrible, terrible fight card. Uh, you got, it's at the apex, uh, but you got Kai Car France coming off of that interim loss. Uh, were you there? Did you, did you see that? That was in Dallas, Texas, UFC 277, Brandon Moreno versus Kai Car France. The main event there was Pena versus Nunez too. Did you go to that fight, Eddie? When was that one? That was back in July of, of last year. Yeah, I think that's one. Uh, oh, yeah, me and Stu went to that yeah, one. Yeah, Sergey Pavlovich versus Derek Lewis. That was sad for Derek Lewis. Pantoja. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I th- that's what I thought. I thought I remembered uh, you You went to that fight. Um, yeah, so, you were being a slacker, so I took I, Stu. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, and so yeah, I... Uh, same, Stu. Yeah. So Kai Carfrance, coming off of that loss, he got uh, finished in the third round against Brandon Moreno. Amir Albazi, he's 16-1. and one. He's got one loss back in 2019 to Jose Torres in Brave CF. He's been in the UFC... He's had four fights, Malcolm Gordon, uh, Zalgas Zumagulov, uh, Francisco Figueredo, and Alessandro Costa. So not like names out there, but Albazi is a is an up-and-comer. He's a strong rookie here, and he's someone that I'm, I'm interested in. I actually think this is a pretty fun fight to uh, to kick off the night. Yeah, he's not a big name, Albazi, um, but he has four and one in the UFC, so that's nothing to, uh, to, uh, to sneeze at. So... It- and he's got lots to, to fight for, so he should be fun. Yeah. Uh, in the co-main event, you got uh, Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy yeah. still getting it done here. Alex Caceres versus Houston's Daniel Pineda. I don't know if you knew that. Houston. Fighting out of Houston, Texas. Daniel Pineda oh. uh, fighting out of the pit. Pineda, he just uh, he had a win over Tucker Lutz and uh, in his last fight. Um, it, crazy to think that uh, Bruce Leroy still getting it done, still fighting out there. Uh, you know what's even more surprising? Jim Miller. Jim Miller. Jim Miller yes. fighting on the card, fighting against Jared Gordon, fresh off of his loss to uh, Patty the Batty. 
Uh, Tim Dude, Elliott. What is with the old guys on this card? This yeah, is Tim yeah, Elliott. Yeah, Tim Elliott's fighting on this card. Uh, it's yeah. it's uh, Eddie. I mean, it, it gets further down. even. Yeah, it gets even crazier. Why don't you say this one? Yeah, further down, Andre Arlovsky. Is he, he's not fifty yet? How old is this guy? Forty-four years old. He is Eddie Cross age right here. Oh, great. I'm older than Andre Arlovsky. You are older than Andre Arlovsky. Oh, and could you imagine oh. going out there and fighting someone? So No. I, I'm just calling him 50, and I'm older. Yeah. No, I, I, you're not hitting me, no. Yeah, so there's, there's some I'm, fun names on there. Uh, also, Eddie. Cruiserweight these days, too. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. You got uh, Clarissa Shields versus Hannah Gabriels. That's a, that's a boxing fight. They're fighting for uh, Shields. Undisputed titles that will be fun yeah. as well. So yeah, that one is happening in Detroit for all her middleweight belts. Nice. Well, guys, stay tuned. Sports guys talking wrestling. There was tons, tons of wrestling this week. Stu Myrick, Justin Simmons. We are proud to be the MMA Show of Texas. Tell your friends, like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, follow us, Fight Night ATX on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Have a great week. We'll see you later. Keep safe. Be nice to each other. Stay positive and love your life. And if we ever didn't thank you, let us do it now. Happy trails to you till we meet again.